The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Engaging conversation with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. Where are we going? No, don't tell me. Let me guess. We are a bride in search of a wedding. No. No? There is a wedding in search of a bride. Let me put it another way. Think of it as a wedding posse in search of a bride. Do you understand that, cowboy? Yeah. What are you doing? These are my shoes. Oh, yeah. And these are my legs. Yeah. What are you going to do with them? The shoes or the legs? Last time I saw legs like that, they had a message tied to them. What do you mean? These are great little legs. I'm a professional. Well, in that case, you shouldn't be dressed in white. Dancer. Oh. Oh, that's great. Burt Reynolds, Smokey and the Bandit with, uh, was it Sally Fields in that, uh, in that, uh, in that little blip there? Now, that was Smokey the Bandit two. 1, not 2, 3, 4, 5, or eight. 8, yeah. yeah. That was number 1. 82 yeah. years of age. Huge yeah. part of our pop culture, eh? Well, Sad. yeah, you know, when you think back, he, he's passed away uh, today uh, in Jupiter, Florida. Um, 82? 82. Uh, word was he had a heart attack. Um, but yeah, when you kind of think back and think of Smoking the Bandit and uh, Deliverance. Yard, well, Deliverance, Deliverance comes to mind right away because yeah. that was yeah. groundbreaking, that movie, right? Yeah, and was, that, we all know the one scene, right? Where you're oh, like, absolutely. oh my lord. Yeah, and he pulls out the bow and arrow and yeah. shoots the guy. And yeah. yeah, it was such a I have never watched scene. that movie because of, I think, that scene that really? you're talking about. Oh, you got to watch it. No, it's uh, so impactful. Yeah. Yeah. But that kind of put him on uh, the A-lister yeah. list for for a while. And there was I, ebbs and flows. Yeah, I would say, year. well, he's one of those guys, right? Like yeah. a lot of stars of that era that, yeah, there was ebbs and flows, but yeah. you always knew who he was and he was always doing something, right? Uh, I would say Deliverance was his most impactful work. Mm. Um, I would say uh, Longest Yard was my favorite that movie. was fantastic. Yeah, I even like the remake. Yeah, but I sort of pictured Bert in the that's such a great role. story. Yeah. yeah, he's so good in it. You know, he's he's, he's going to be full of machismo and and but funny at the same time. And well, so approachable. Uh, you know, maybe approachable, likable. I guess is likable. The, yeah, there was a likability factor to Burt Reynolds where you figured, you know, that's a guy I would hang out and sure, have never drinks beer with. with. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he, as long as he didn't have his bow and arrow with yeah. him, yeah. it's kind of scary <laughs> at the same time. And, and interesting because kind of that ma- machismo, the macho guy, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But he was funny and a little self-deprecating at times. Oh, you always, some of, some yeah. of the Jay Leno, not Jay Leno, Johnny Carson um, shows that uh, he was on, and I have a clip coming up uh, from one of them. Um, but also had a kind of a bit of a love-hate relationship with the media. Yeah, Sometimes pretty cool. it sure. went really well. Other times it was not so much. Yeah. yeah, he didn't suffer fools. He didn't like stupid questions. I That's remember, right. remember reading that about him or seeing him in action doing that, putting down a reporter or two. 
How about that Cosmo cover that he did years back? Do you remember that? <laughs> I know you sure nope. do. <laughs> well, I remember it really? in all of its hairy, hairy glory. glory. Yeah. yeah. Was, oh, it, yeah. was it Cosmo? It was or a was centerfold, it right? And yeah, it was Cosmopolitan. It, yeah, 19, 1972 issue of Cosmopolitan. Smoking now. a cigar or something yeah, and looking pretty smug. I didn't see it for many years <laughs> later because I was only like one or two at the time, but I remember it and going, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Handsome, yeah. He was one of those handsome. Oh. Guys, and I came in Tom Selleck. No, I think to Gordon me. and I can identify. Oh, I can totally. Yeah, absolutely. Him and Tom Selleck you know, to me are kind of like. Oh, it's funny you mentioned Tom guys. Selleck. Somebody was saying that they get the two of them mixed up. Yeah, almost. well, I was oh, about no, to mention uh, Tom Selleck. I, I read an article one time many years ago, so I can't quote the source or, or give you a lot of details, except to say that the um, that they compare Tom Selleck and Burt Reynolds. Mm-hmm. But the uh, point of the article was that uh, macho men. Uh, to be widely popular among both men and women, which they both were, have to also have a vulnerability that's obvious. So Tom Selleck, in his case, was his giggly laugh, mm-hmm. where he's a very macho guy, but he giggled when he laughed, right? <laughs> and with Burt Reynolds, he was, well, look at that picture. Yeah. There's nothing, uh, no weak spots there. No, he said he always regretted doing that, though, after, really? after he'd done it. Yeah, I read somewhere that he said Why? that. He, because he said, once you're labeled as a sex symbol, right away the audience, your, I, uh, your eyes, the IQ, goes down. Very true. But, yeah, you've noticed <laughs> that, too. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, is is Deliverance a movie that, um, if you haven't seen, you should go back and watch? Oh, my gosh. I think so. I've watched that thing, like, ten times. Yeah. It's, and every time, it's beautiful scenery, too. And it's just an action-packed action movie, you know, yeah. through the through the, the roaring r- river, and, and yeah. the storyline is fantastic. It's, it really is, because, yeah. uh, you know, they don't... Well, it's I'm, got everything I'm, you need in a movie. Right, I'm going to be the old guy here. They don't make movies like they used to, well, but that was, yeah. that was a movie where the twists and turns of the plot were believable but unpredictable. Plus, no green screen, no blue screen. Exactly, no, exactly. keyed in or keyed out. That was what you see as well. And, you, you, and you could see yourself being in that, in their position, where you were just, you know, like, yeah. gosh, what if I was on a trip with friends and... and a canoe trip in a raging right, river. and this happened. Right? Even though, when you look at how it was shot, the camera angles, they they, they were taking their lives in their own hands. Wow. Yeah. Too. You're right; they don't make movies like that anymore. They really don't. Well, and uh, remember, and, and this is much later on in his career, uh, Boogie Nights. Yeah, he oh, was in Boogie another Nights. great movie, and, another. and it was a great movie. It was. And he received an Oscar nomination for that. Yeah, but he was mad that he he fired yes. his agent over putting him in that movie yep. halfway through. He said, "Are this you is, kidding?" Yeah, me? he said, "This is a bunch of crap." He says, yeah. "I can't believe this is going to be the end of me." That that was a dead. great movie. Yeah. And they said that kind of kept him from getting an Oscar because he, oh, he created such a really? fuss about mm-hmm. playing that role. And he should have just kept his mouth shut, mm-hmm. I guess. But and of course, who knows? Married, I love that movie. And I did too. Of course, married to Lonnie Anderson. Yeah. Married to Lonnie Anderson. Their, yeah. their uh, Remember fights all the were tap? rather public. Oh, well, yes. the National Enquirer, was a, they were front page news. This was uh, Burt Reynolds. If you get a chance tonight, uh, friends, go back and put uh, Burt Reynolds on Johnny in Johnny Carson or The Tonight Show. Okay. There is one scene um, that uh, Burt Reynolds comes out like in leather pants and a leather <laughs> blazer. And the two of them don't speak, but they just start laughing. But Johnny Carson has a... Um, a canister of ready whip whipped cream and then for the next two minutes there's nothing spoken but it is hilarious absolutely hilarious but um, at one point Burt Reynolds had actually filled in uh, for Johnny Carson on the show you know he had a guest host they used to do that yeah and he 
uh, invited, or his ex-wife, Judy Carney, his first wife was invited on the show huh. to be a guest when Burt Reynolds was there. Hadn't seen her in about four years. And so um, Johnny Carson asked him about it on, a, on a, an appearance in the, uh, in the uh, following year. He comes up with those great ideas like you dancing on knives and things. Yes. He said, wouldn't it be great if you had your ex... I hadn't seen her in four years. I said, what a terrific idea. So I, uh, she came on, and I hadn't, didn't see her until she walked around the uh, little desk there. What kind of a feeling was that? Well, it was, it was shocking because she looked terrific. <laughs> she really looked good. I, and she had a fantastic personality, and she was bright, and, and somebody's been working on her. <laughs> L.A. Rams, I think. <laughs> no, she was... Uh... You want to join the club in court, do you? I've got an extra bench. You can just... You know, I have a lawyer, you know, has an army cot, lives off the kitchen. <laughs> Not a good show to do jokes on ex-wives. Huh? No, you really shouldn't. <laughs> Big sign back there. Don't do jokes. Don't do jokes about ex-wives. <laughs> but yeah, Johnny Carson, of course, uh, you know, a little bit of history. Egging him on there a little his, too, uh, yeah. On his uh, marital situation as I, well. But I can remember back in the day, I mean, I think, I don't know whenever he got to start, but in, it was in television, I think. And you remember Gunsmoke? Of course. I remember Burt Reynolds. He played the um, uh, the blacksmith in the old oh black and white. Oh, my goodness, yes. That takes you way back. Yeah, wow. But used to love that. Man. I, see, and I haven't seen the original Longest Yard. Oh, it's so good. So I've seen the the the, the yeah. Adam Sandler, who, Adam Sandler right. yard. And they do they do a good it. job with the yes. remake. That's one of the few yeah. remakes where I quite enjoyed it. But the original was better. But His career really shows you the ups and downs. How tough it is in Hollywood because I think he turned down. He said terms of endearment or something. And oh my gosh, yeah. And he was <laughs> Jack Nicholson yeah. took it and he kicked himself for years for that oh, one. Huh. He turned down terms of endearment. He didn't want to be in Boogie Nights. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I don't know, maybe, maybe it was he right a better manager. His, <laughs> fired his agent, maybe yeah. that's why. Uh, we'll hear more from uh, Burt Reynolds and uh, some of the movies that he was in uh, throughout the afternoon news today. It is the Thursday edition of the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News. Jalen Andrew Gordsteinke from Global joining us in studio. Want to let you know at 3.30, the Premier is going to be speaking pipeline expansion out of Calgary. We'll take you there to hear the latest on that. And at 4.25, Andrew? Oh, it's the word of the day. If you want to join us on our 6.30 Chet Afternoon News winter holiday getaway, we're going going to Montego Bay, Jamaica this year, January 19th, 27th. Mm, that sounds nice. Oh, it's going to be great. We've been asking for this trip forever. And uh, at 425, we'll give you another word of the day. You go to 630ched.com, look up at the uh, nav bar because Global's taking over our site. <laughs> <laughs> look up at really? yeah. down things. You have to get past the security. But Make just, sure you're in the right city. That's too. right. Go to the nav bar uh, and then contest. You'll see ours pop up and you just put in the word of the day. Day, 
morning and uh, enjoy the weather today. Tomorrow, the weekend, looking uh, not as nice, looking actually kind of blustery and rainy and chilly, and especially for the football game, unfortunately, on uh, Saturday. Yeah, looking kind of nasty. Yeah. yeah. So uh, keep that in mind if you're going to the rematch of the Labor Day Classic. Hard to believe. Here we are uh, moving right well into September now. I hope everybody had a nice summer. You know, I heard you say in the newsroom when you got here, the summer just went by so quickly. It seemed to go by really fast. I had a I found holiday. it dragged on. Did you? <laughs> I, I really did. And you know why? And again, I'm, we're so fortunate, mm. um, you know, not to be in the path of BC wildfires. Exactly, but, yeah. But I found that it kind of robbed... Alberta of two weeks of summer. Well, the last two weeks of August were brutal just because of that, but uh, it was one of the nicest Julys. Yeah, oh yeah. Boy, we had a night. Reminded me of being a kid growing up in Saskatoon. It seems like we had this kind of hot long drive. Yeah, true. I don't know. It just was a... It it's just like nice. you turn a corner in Alberta, don't you? Yeah. I mean, and, you know, granted, I was away for a week and, yeah. you know, and came back and it was cold, yeah. but it just seems like, you know, it, it's like Mother Nature marks it on, on the calendar. Day. Well, I, I was in Regina last week and uh, it was like plus 20, 27 and that hot prairie wind blowing mm. around and we're out sightseeing in small town, just having a ride. The harvest is in full. Yeah. And then we come back here. Yeah. I mean, it happened there too. It just turned right around, I was told, that, it, uh, you know, the, the weather just went from plus 27 and next thing you know it's eight <laughs> yeah. yeah like in the east coast of uh the united states into southern ontario and up that way has been pretty stinking hot yeah uh as well just uh we I, say this I, every I, year I like another month we I do like and a month of about 25 well we can have a nice thanksgiving i mean that happens. sure move to toronto it'd be fine when i used to go to ontario i'd go for twice a year for six weeks yeah and play all the clubs out there and then yeah. come back again i'd always scheduled it in april and september because it just absolutely stretched out your summer. Because you, you'd leave here in April, maybe snow still on the ground. Mm-hmm. You get to Toronto, they're in full-blown oh, yeah, full spring, blue. right? We're so far south. Right. Then their yeah. September was like just another month of summer. Yeah. I mean, it's not enough to make me ever want to live in Toronto, but it was... It's, it's a nice, yeah, yeah, it stretches it out, like Yeah, exactly right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you... Um you were doing the small town thing with your with your mom. Yeah, we went. Uh, yeah, mom had. Uh, we've done. I think I told the story before. We went to Wapello, Saskatchewan. We've got kind of a family mystery going on with a with a great aunt who had died in 1910. She a married. Family mystery. Yeah, because uh, we don't really know the. D- she died six weeks after she got married to sort of a preacher's assistant there at the Anglican Church. It's mm. a beautiful old stone church. So this time we actually. There's a very nice lady who led us into the church, and so I was able to kind of stand right where my great aunt would have stood when she got married. And then, unfortunately, six weeks later, she was buried. Mm. But she was buried in uh, in the graveyard without a tombstone. There's one there now. And he took off and became a preacher in Winnipeg. He was a reverend there for a little while, got remarried, and he ended up dying in New York City with five kids or something. And he was the pastor at the at one of the, the New York State prison for women. What? Wait, so it's who is this? It's, it's my, be my great uncle, I guess. Well, there's some there's some shady goings on in your family, Gord. Well, it's fun unraveling it, and it's just fun standing in the same sort yeah. of area in 1910 that goes way back, and so we do did you, that. Do you know how she died? Uh, appendicitis is what the death certificate said. Oh. So there's a problem with the where their appendix and everything, but I mean, she was, they'd only come over from England in like, I think, 1906, so by 1910, she's married, and six weeks later, she dies. She's dead. And, huh. and, and buried back in the in the Wapella. And, and Wapella is just a cool little town. And guy took mm-hmm. off to New York. Mm. And the guy, yeah, and then sure, a whole other yeah, uh, life what the went on. Fleed jurisdiction, yeah. I believe they referred to I don't know, it's, maybe it's my overactive imagination, but who leaves that quick when your wife dies? Well, you certainly have a, a, a huge interest in crime and criminals. And history. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And I don't know, was that spurred on by uh, curiosity, or, or was it you just checking to make sure... 
your name didn't come up too much. A little bit. Yeah. It was a little bit of that, you know, <laughs> for sure. But it's fun tracing your family roots and finding out, you know, just when you think you know everything about your family. I know nothing about my family. Well, maybe it's better better that way. I've got a brother out in Ottawa who's uh, attempting to, he's been reaching out to everybody, building one of these family trees or whatever on the internet. I don't know what it is. Yeah. And unfortunately, my mom and dad uh, now both gone, and they were the answers to all my questions. So my children now, who've been contacted by their uncle, yeah. they're like, okay, so who's this person or who's our... And I'm like, I, I have no idea. Yeah, no idea, yeah. I don't know a lot of the people who were at the meeting earlier. I, you you know. got to have someone to... Yeah, really. <laughs> well, you, and he works here. Right? And I work here, yeah. You need someone to piece this all together. But yeah, we went over to a place called... I'm going to pronounce this wrong because it looks weird. It's Ogama. And, okay. that, and, they, mm. they've, and they, they've done a nice job with the old rail line. This is close oh, to the yeah. Montana border through the Big Muddy. And so, and so we took, Mom took us on a little uh, train ride out to a place called Horizon. But you know what we found in, whether it be Wapella or, or uh, Ogama or Horizon, these little tiny ghost towns, there was always stories about like Ku Klux Klan, things like oh, that really? would come up. And they'd say, we found a secret meeting in the railway station uh, place in the walls. When we took the walls out, there was all these members' lists. And they said they used to burn the crosses uh, in a place called Big Muddy on some big hill back in the 20s. And you'd go like, well, why would there be such racial strife back then, especially here in Canada? And they said it wasn't against, um, you know, African-Americans. It was Catholics against Protestants. Oh, really? And so they were huge rallies, I guess, in Alberta, Saskatchewan. And, you know, there's little bits of history of of our past you don't know about. I see another book coming on there. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I don't know. It's kind of weird, isn't it? You, You think you know everything about history in the past, but you keep digging up and you, and you find out that... More and more. Yeah, exactly. You'll have to go on a lecture circuit, I suppose, after you get out of television, and hopefully that's not for another couple of decades, but... Well, I think that would be a lot of fun because when you go out and I do these keynote speeches on, mm-hmm. on mobsters or history, yeah. and, uh, people always come up with other stories, so you're always learning something, so... It's just like you go into these small towns. They're so proud of their history mm-hmm. that they all start telling you little stories about. The other thing that came Moose up. Moose Jaw like, comes to mind right away. Yeah, well, this Wapella was interesting because the, the little lady who came in and, and uh, led us into this old stone church was built in 1890. She goes, You're Gord Steinke. She watches us down there. I said, Yeah. And she goes, You know what? She says, There's like 12 Steinke families. I said, There's only 50 people in this town. <laughs> so when he went to the graveyard, sure enough, there was like. A dozen of them buried there. You know? And all of their spouses left town a week later. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> they all went to New York. <laughs> yeah, what is what going, is going on? on? But anyway, it's kind of... Uh, Gordon has up. a sword size. <laughs> <laughs> Get me out of here. Yeah. How come nobody ever gets buried next to their spouse? They all leave town. <laughs> yeah, they're all gone. Yeah. Um, it's cheaper on headstones. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Um, oh, I had a question for you. Now it just totally slipped my mind. and It had something to do with um, Saskatchewan. Remember when you used to do um, Your Town? Yeah. So Global did it. I think it was like a monthly. Yeah, and weekly. I did I did 62 of them. Yeah. I, and then I had to run back and do the 6 o'clock. So I was kind of like, I would have a circle <laughs> drawn on the map. This is my radius that I can yeah. get. <laughs> Shooting time was this long and then get back. and. So and would profile some of the small yeah. towns yeah. Uh, around the region. And the same idea that I like yeah. to do anyway in my free time. Yeah. Do you remember, um, there's a place, and I was trying to think of it the other night, and it's, I don't think it's too far from here, maybe a half an hour or an hour. And okay. apparently it's a really, really great place to go for steak. Oh, t- say no more. Jumps, jumps. I've been there a couple of times. Yeah, it's the Bruce Hotel. The Bruce you go, Hotel. You go east, east out of here. I think you're heading towards Wainwright on the Wainwright okay. Highway. Yeah. Go to the Bruce Hotel. They had Friday night steak night. Yeah. And it's a lovely old 
old railway hotel, and it's still there. I, we went on a motorcycle trip not long ago, so I was craning my neck as we went by. What town like, is this? Don't Bruce. You do your own Bruce. Barbecue? Don't you? Or no, they they cook up a fine steak. The couple that's running the the place, but they also it's like being in a museum. They've got it's the old railway hotel, so they've got all kinds of. I think they got like uh, posters of Johnny Cash might have played there, or Merle Haggard wow. back in the fifties. Huh. But this place Hank apparently Snow. is legendary. I've oh, heard people is. talking about it. And going, they put oh, on a yeah. good spread. People come from miles yeah. around. Like yeah. book limousines from here to go out there to eat at the Bruce really? Hotel. For yeah, the Linda Steele and her back. husband and, and other friends. We yeah. all that's what we do. It took a cab actually. Oh, it was cool. yeah, it was a heck of a bill. But we know, all chipped it's, in. It's funny when towns have places like that. You know, lobster suppers are quite right. well known and popular in yep. Prince Edward Island, right? To the point where community halls have built actual halls just to put on the suppers and, yeah. and nothing else, right? But the original church suppers where you mm. would go to a small church and eat in the basement yeah. and only have about... still organizes those in, right. in Regina. And, and they don't they don't push them, advertise them, they don't need to. They're full every day. And that's where you They're get the actual... Out. Exactly. Yeah. And that's where you get the actual authentic uh, lobster supper with the uh, lemon meringue pie dessert mm. and everything you're supposed to have. I remember going to one last time I was there. I took a bunch of Albertans with me and there was a menu, hmm. and I was like, "What is this? That's what is this? this Sacrilegious! You know, there's no menu. They tell you what you're eating. That's right, because yeah. they know what you're eating. Well, they've gone high tech now, I guess. I guess is that what it is? Okay. Oh, Bruce Hotel does weddings. Bernie says. Oh, there you go. That's a what lovely place. Yeah. Any pipeline talk coming? Yeah, of yeah. course. Pipeline talk is coming. We're going to carry uh, Rachel Notley's. Uh, media availability, what, in about an hour? Yeah, around uh, around 3.30. She's mm-hmm. supposed to be talking to the media. Just We've to... certainly talked a lot of pipeline yesterday as well. Yeah. Well, that's uh, on everybody's mind. Yeah. I mean, even if you, know, you head into Saskatchewan and BC, that's what they're still talking about, too. Everybody's keeping their eye on this really close. We'll have that at well, 5 and 6, too, whatever uh, Notley announces. It was a week uh, It was a week ago today that, uh, that the other shoe dropped, and yeah. now we're all just sitting and waiting. What, what comes the plan next? is, what, what's the plan for... For next, you know, yeah. uh, oh boy. Because it looks like they're going to have to follow three on 300 mm-hmm. recommendations yeah. or suggestions that they've got to make this right. So we'll have to see if they do that or if they appeal or what's going on. We'll keep you updated. Okay, the 2.30 News with Eileen Bell is coming up. Gord Steinke, thanks for joining us. Been a pleasure as always. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.